says, Raina G, we're going to talk about kids today. For some of you, this is preaching to the choir. But for others, they'll be astonished. And for others, they won't believe it. But I have kids and grandkids. I've raised many. I've treated many. And, um, and I've watched what's gone on for many years. I follow a lot of people who were ex-Navy SEALs or special ops people who have gone out into the deserts and found <clears throat> the hiding places and the trafficking places for the cartels and the, the uh, drug dealers and traffickers, and they found so much evidence everywhere of children being trafficked. I had a video last week sent to me of a young boy, 11 years old, who was trafficked across the border, our southern border, and then abandoned and just left to die or whatever because they used them. Worse is the sex trafficking of youngsters, boys and girls, from age 2 to 19 and up. Age 2. Okay? Now, there's an, there's an operation out there called Operation Underground Railroad. They're coming out with a film pretty soon um, about rescuing children. but And it's pretty disgusting what they find. But the, the problem is that it's not mostly in America. It's in other places, India, um, Pakistan, you know, uh, down in South America in many places, Ecuador. And they have found hundreds. Now, we have found hundreds here, but you won't hear it in the mainstream media. There are sting operations going on where 135 children were found in Tennessee and rescued. 60, 64 in Texas rescued. 78 in California, rescued. Now, when we say rescued, sometimes that's not um, true because we find them and some of them have never seen the light of day. They could be 11 years old, but they were born in darkness and they've been kept as slaves, as sex slaves for all those years. And when they don't perform or they stop performing or whatever, um, when they don't recruit, they're called bottoms when they're recruiters. They, they get groomed and, and then uh, told to recruit more and they'll get treated better. They'll have a better roof over their head or whatever. But and if they don't, um, they get beaten and tortured. And uh, for some, some of them who are being trafficked, they're used for adrenochrome to make Hollywood look younger. Adrenochrome comes from the adrenal gland. And when you terrorize a child, us too, but we're older, so it's different. Um, if you terrorize a child, and I talked about this in, in Panda Eyes and Red Shoes on the other podcast, if you terrorize them, the adrenal gland secretes uh, chemicals that go into the blood, and then they drain the blood from the child and they drink it. And they think it's going to give them eternal life or something. These are Luciferians. These are devil worshipers, Satan followers, um, and most of them are on the left in the Democratic Party, if you want to know the truth. So we had a president a couple years ago that started to put an end to child and sex trafficking, shut down a lot of things, and had a lot of sting operations going on. We also had a president that closed our southern border and was looking at the northern border because a lot of the trafficking comes from the southern border. Uh, they, they, they'll bring in 30, 60, 50, 100, 200, 500 kids and transport them into the cities, which is where a lot of the trafficking, you know, hubs are. 
and um, then they're sold or given or locked up or whatever. And we have a president now, the Biden administration, the Biden-Harris administration, who have not been to the border, who, who try to say that they're taking care of these unaccompanied minors. Well, if they're unaccompanied minors, how are they, how are, how did anyone else separate them from their families? They tried to say Trump separated children from their families. Well, if they're unaccompanied, they don't have their families with them. So that doesn't make any sense, does it? But these are unaccompanied minors. These are children. These are kids who are being sold to the cartels to get trafficked across the border because their life will be better. Well, these parents in other countries don't understand that once you traffic your kids over here, you pay the cartels $10,000. You sell drugs to get the money. You get the kid to the border, and he, go, he or she goes across the border or is carried across if they're a two-year-old or a three-year-old. If they're a girl, they're probably, they've already been raped out in the deserts or whatever multiple times. We found lots of evidence of um, clothes and handcuffs and that kind of stuff, you know, people being handcuffed to trees and other places. Um, so they probably had all of that happen to them, and you sold your children into a new form of slavery. So they're not going to have this wonderful life here. You've got to stop you people in other countries. And I know you hear me because I can see who listens to these podcasts and where they're coming from. And I do have some in the United States, but it's amazing to me that I'm getting listeners from all over the world. So you're listening. I know you are. And you know that drug and sex trafficking, uh, children and sex trafficking is going on everywhere and has been for decades. It's a multi-trillion dollar business. It probably beats every other business there is as far as uh, revenues for these people. Um, so uh, there's the tunnels. I wanted to talk about the tunnels. A lot of people have some conspiracy theories that every time they see trucks or buses near a tunnel, that it's children being rescued. Well, that's not true. I wish it was. I wish that every time we saw 10 buses near tunnels that they were bringing out kids that are alive and are going to be taken care of. But there's tunnels everywhere under D.C., Dallas, Denver, San Diego, Maryland, you know, just kind of name it. Um, and they use them mostly for government officials. They used to be used just for regular transportation. But, you know, how many people work in Washington, D.C. for the government? They take underground tunnels. And so a lot of times if there's a if they, for instance, they were going to close down the tunnels during the so-called riots um, last November or January, excuse me, um, they were going to close down the tunnels and a lot of people stopped them from doing it. And the reason they wanted to close the tunnels was so state, state department people or Congress or whoever could escape these terrible terrorists that were uh, attacking the Capitol. So, yes, there are tunnels everywhere. Now, the other thing is, is that some of those tunnels that we don't hear about are used to traffic children. Now, you know, you had a president in office a few years back, his last name starts with O, who one night ordered, I can't remember how much, $10,000 worth of hot dogs and pizza. Hot dogs and pizza are code names in the pedophile world for children, boys and girls, young or older. $10,000 worth of hot dogs and pizza to the White House at 1 a.m. Now, why would anybody do that? 
And then we have, of course, Epstein and, and photos of people taking little boats to his island. And you see George Clooney and you see Barack Obama and you see a little Vietnamese girl sitting in the boat with this horrible look on her face as uh, Clooney zips up his pants. Yeah, I'm going to get in trouble for this probably, but I'll fight him. It's okay. I'll go toe-to-toe with anybody because I've been there. I've seen it. I've worked with children for years. A lot of these trafficked kids are runaways or they've been thrown out. I was thrown out. I was homeless. I lived in a cemetery. I could have been a victim and probably was um, targeted a few times, but I was so busy doing things for others and talking to God that I was saved. I, I wasn't trafficked. I wasn't you know, sexually abused or assaulted, close, but I wasn't. And a lot of these kids are that because we have parents who are irresponsible, who don't pay attention, who don't watch, who don't care. Okay, we are, obviously we have a lot of parents out there who don't care because they're not parents. They aborted their children. They'd rather have their freedoms and leave this, this fetus, baby, true human up on a shelf to die. I've had people who worked for me, um, and they're all colors, not, you know, they're all different colors, black and white and Chinese. I had a uh, Vietnamese, I had a Japanese girl, all these people, these girls, women, who, who couldn't come to work last week, or they couldn't come to work for a few days because they had to get an abortion. Another one, and another one, and another one. Over the course of nine months, three abortions. And I'd sit them down, and I'd yell at them. And I probably would be accused of racism, but I'm telling you, keep your damn legs closed. And they say they can't because of peer pressure, that they have to do this. And I'm like, no, you don't. And boys who think with their penises have to stop doing it too because this is what's enabling and empowering sex traffickers to begin with. You don't have to do this, and you shouldn't do this. It's, you know, your penis or your vagina is not a weapon or a 401k. It's not something that's going to help you get ahead in life. It's not going to give you grace with God. It's not going to do any of those things unless you are in a loving marriage and you are propagating and being responsible when you do so. Um, these teenagers who think everything is, you know, sex, 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 and drugs, 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 you have no idea what your life is going to be like later. You have no idea. You know, drugs, you let your drugs happen to your children and, and, and parents start this because they they listen to doctors who put kids, an eight-year-old on an antidepressant. How can an eight-year-old be depressed? I can't imagine it. What can you possibly be depressed about? Oh, they're mean to me at school. Yeah, right. So they're mean to everybody at school. Kids are mean. They are because they're taking out all of their frustrations. They're, they're acting out a lot of the stuff they see at home on others, on other kids. And and. You know, you have to teach your children just to deal with it. If that means they get into a fight, they get into a fight. If that means they don't speak to anybody, then they don't. If that means they lose a friend, they lose a friend. That's life. That's what it's about. Unfortunately, we deal with people who are fearful and afraid and threatened. And when they feel those things, they're like an animal in a corner and they strike out. So, okay, tell your kids if people are doing that to you, come home and tell me. And then we'll go sit down with the parents and the children and we'll have a little circle and we'll get this stuff taken care of. Um, but we have a lot of this going on and, and we're grooming our children to allow it, enable it, empower it. Because when a drug, man, a drug dealer sees that a child is being abused or 
unhappy. They'll go make that child happy. They'll put them on drugs. They'll give them a home, quote unquote, and then they'll use them any way they can. I worked for Compass House for there was I used to call it, it was for runaways and throwaways and non-returnables, kids who were either thrown out of their houses or ran away from home because of the abuse they were getting at home, and got put into the system. We have this going on nationwide, globally, and we have to stop it. We have to. I was brought up to believe that as I grew, my responsibility was to the next seven generations. Seven. Not just your own kids or, you know, your own grandkids. Or if you don't have children, you feel like it's not your responsibility because you decided not to have children. And it doesn't take a village like Hillary Clinton says. They don't take the kids away from people and say that the government's going to bring them up. But but children are, are the future of everybody. If we were the children that our parents said, do the best we can, and our grandparents said to our parents, we're going to do the best we can. We have to try to give them a good life. And we have to teach them what's right and what's wrong. And parents are not doing that. They're not. Some are. I'm not going to say everybody, of course. But I see so many, so many who would rather be buddies, friends with their kids than a parent. Parenting is not easy. It's not. And that doesn't mean you get an abortion. That means you take on the responsibility of being a parent. And when we start doing that, we start closing down the tunnels. We're the ones who say, nope, the tunnels are closed because there's no children available. Okay? Make the children not available. When you do that and the traffickers get shut down, their revenues go down, um, maybe they'll get caught more often. The drugs are still going to happen because we allow our children to be on drugs. Ritalin and antidepressants and everything else you can think of. Um, you know, and the vaccines that they're getting before they're two years old. 38 to 58 vaccines, they're all in one or two shots, not one, you know, not a separate needle for each one, but their bodies are being filled with chemicals. So then they have a bad diet or they have bad water or they have a bad home environment or you add all those together and they get depressed, they get suicidal, they get tremors, they get, um, you know, convulsions, they start getting sick all the time. And finally the parents say, oh, I got to take them to the doctor. And the doctor says, okay. Here's a prescription for this and a prescription for that. And the kids are now on drugs for the rest of their lives because they are dependent on those prescriptions to try to live. Instead of going out to nature, taking your children out to nature, teaching them about the world around them and how beautiful it can be if they look and if they see and if they listen and they hear. I think I mentioned in another podcast, I've written children's books because I can't stand children being locked into televisions, iPads, and, and iPhones, and Xboxes, and whatever else they're, they're playing with. We didn't do that when I was young. We went out and climbed trees and rode bicycles and, and you know, swam in the, in the creek and got in trouble a lot. We got dirty, and we had to pay attention to what was going on, or we might get hit with a baseball. Um, or a baseball bat, which happened to me. <laughs> but we didn't have all this stuff that kids have now. And if you got into trouble, you better not go home because you're going to get it when you get home. That doesn't happen anymore. We have kids that are locked into technology. They don't eat. I mean, you ask a kid, have you seen a cardinal or a blue jay today? And they'll look at you like you're insane. They don't know what that is. Have you seen a dove or an eagle? Have you seen a 
possum. Do you know the difference between a maple tree and a cherry tree? Do you know what they look like in the springtime and in the fall? They're different, totally different, and they have no clue. So I wrote books about birds and animals and nature and taking a nature walk and in the sky, what the planets are and what the sky means when you see different weather. And it's all in rhymes. On each page is a photo that I probably took. Most of the time it's my photos. And then an eight or 12 line rhyme that teaches them what that means when you see it. And uh, the kids who read them, my grandkids, my, my daughter just told me they love reading about the animals. And then, and then when they go on their walks, they're starting to point out all these things about the animals. And it's important to them. It's not the iPad and the iPhone that's important or the Xbox. It's, it's mom, look, I just saw a cardinal. You know what that means? Do you know what it means when you see a bluebird? Do you know what it means when the ducks fly? Do you know what a duck sounds is like? Do you know why the crow says what it says? And they start talking to my daughter about this. And, and I'm so proud of them because they're reading these books. This is what we need to do to take these kids out of the tunnels, out of the traffic, get them off the road to the cartels and to the drug dealers and the traffickers. Take them under your wing and do it from the time you conceive them. Don't have drugs in your body. Either parent should not have drugs in their bodies when they conceive a child because that child now has to fight that from the moment they're conceived. You have to be both healthy and then keep a healthy relationship with God. I don't care if it's the great creator or whoever, but you have to believe in something higher and they need to also so that they have somebody to answer to, but also to go to. Because a lot of the parents are so busy working or are dead or are on drugs themselves that they need, they need God. They need to go to God. Anyway, okay, this is long. Uh, thank God the construction finally stopped. I had to wait till after 1130 to do this podcast at night because they're doing, they, they work all day and then they come home at night and start constructing whatever they're doing in their yard. Anyway, um, I want to do another thing about the tunnels and mental health. The mental health of our children is, is declining and that's why we have so much stuff going on. And uh, I want to talk about what Gates and Fauci are doing to our children that you don't even think about. And that's what makes them want to riot and kill and maim, and they, they go nuts. Their, their brains are in chaos because of the chemicals with the, with the frequencies and the 5G stuff going on. And, um, and then I saw this video today of cops in Dallas forcibly vaccinating uh, mentally challenged children, screaming, their parents trying to pull them away and stop them. No permission from anyone to do this, but they're told that they need to do it, so they vaccinate these kids. This is illegal. That has to stop. I have to do more investigating to see what's going on with that. But, you know, and they say they, they, they even use the R word. They don't say mentally challenged. They go retarded. We've got to chat. We've got to vaccinate the retarded kids. Why? Why? Because they can't answer back. Why? And they put their brains into chaos. By the way, we've lost 2,864 people from the vaccines alone. That's as many as we lost from the flu last year. So think about it. Um, I'll be back. I'm not sure about this week, but I'll be back. Uh, earthwalk-usa.net or earthwalk-usa.podomatic.com. Click on the podcast, scroll down through, 
play one. When you see the play, you will see a place to like it, to share it. And if you go a little lower beneath my picture, you can follow. And, um, and you should do that so that people can hear what's going on. Otherwise, thank you for listening. And never forget to ask God to bless America.